Okay, two, one, go. I don't know how well this is gonna go through, but <laughs> fuck it. Woo! We Woo. live. We're live. Leafs won. I think we're live. Huge win. It says we're live. We're trying to be live. I I don't know. Can one of you check on like <laughs> let us know? Can one of you tell us if we're live? Check on YouTube. Let us know right away. If you can <laughs> see us. If not, this is all for not. This could be more embarrassing than so, mine and Steph's stories trying to get deeper balls. Oh God! Yes. Yeah. So, um, first of all, I guess welcome everybody. The three of us are together for the first time. We're in Toronto. We got. You can totally see the uh, the arena and the CN Tower right behind us, like I promised. <laughs> um, instead, you've got some glare. That's okay. We had no room to move the table. I don't know. I mean, I promised things when I didn't know what this B&B was going to look like. Anyway, um, yeah. we, uh, so Steph and Andrew tried to get beaver balls. You guys want to tell that story? Go ahead, Steph. Uh, we took the liberty of... You know, taking the trip after the game, trying to find the closest Tim Hortons to get on the beaver ball situation and give you guys an awesome review like we've promised. But, you know, Tim Hortons has been lying. <laughs> like, the 24-hour sign isn't so 24-hour. I mean, we walk in, the lady says 20 minutes left until we close. We're like, what the hell? So look at the donut aisle. Empty, empty, empty. empty. We're like... Can we pay you to make us a beaver ball? Can we please pay you to make a beaver ball? Please. You can't. But they said the closest one was at Lakeshore and Bathurst or something that was closest to the 24 hour mark or whatever, but it was way too far for our walk. And when I look when I mapped it, it wasn't there. So I don't know. I didn't want to be screwed and leave you guys hanging for any longer, too, because we're supposed to be live right after the game. But unfortunately, the Bieber balls did not work out. I'm so no. sorry about everyone. <laughs> I honestly don't even know if we're live, but I, I've, I've tweeted out to see if we are. Either way, this is recording. You've been betrayed by a Canadian institution into Hortons. 24 um, hours. <sighs> yes. Breaking news. Sorry, guys. Uh, Juhar Kara? I've never even actually heard of this player. Really? Plays, yeah. for, plays for the Blackhawks. Um, was just taken taken off on a stretcher and sent to hospital. No, really? Yeah. So um, hopefully we're, we're praying for the best for him. Uh, hopefully things work out there. But uh, yeah, going to hospital for further testing after leaving the game on a stretcher. I thought he was a pretty young, like promising prospect. He just never really had a great chance with anybody yet. Yeah, he was with the Oilers, yeah. and he's known as a big body on the ice who's known for crushing players oh! and as you're watching a hit right oh, now we're right? sorry we're gonna watch it live here so truba just absolutely Oof. flattens him I, I don't even know like the only way to describe this hit is it's like he hit a brick wall like he just uh, it's hard to watch it kind of reminds me of oh. a bunting hit tonight right uh someone ran into him and he was an absolute brick wall the guy just went smack down yeah, but he got caught oh. like turning a corner a bit, head down, body oh. limp. Rookie, rookie. So, um, yeah, if you haven't seen this hit on Kara, Truba basically just stands him up, shoulder to his chest, and Kara just drops to the ice like a limp body. That's 
That's scary. Hopefully he's okay. Oh, any players watching this, don't watch your puck and keep your head up crossing your blue line, please. Isn't that what uh, Mr. Don Cherry always used to say? He's not wrong on that point. Just keep your head up, guys. I mean, oh, it's like, what was the hit that we saw earlier this year that we talked about where somebody had their head down along the boards oh. and took a, a really bad hit and everyone was saying that it was bad and I'm like, mm, he was really not watching uh, if you remember who it was, yes. let us know because I, I honestly can't I remember. do remember the hit, but I can't remember who. Yeah. It was um, Troy Terry. It was. Yes. It well was done. Troy Terry, and we called him out because he is a rookie, and we said on an earlier podcast that this kid needs to have his head up. We know that he's an offensive player. He's so valuable to the team in his first year in the NHL, but yeah, that was a rookie moment for the guy, and he got crushed by someone. Obviously, I cannot think of it right in this moment. We are live, by the way. It that's a tough hit. That, yeah. that hurts. Um, but in other news, we're in Toronto. The Leafs won. They scored three goals in the first period. That's full. 22 shots, I think, in the first period against the uh, Columbus had five. It, I think it was 18 to nine at the end of the first. Because I, I remember tweeting that they doubled them, but it might have been more. I don't even think here. That. You got shots here. Check the check shots first period. Yeah, check the shots. Yeah, eighteen eight, to nine. You're right. Nailed it. Eighteen to nine. Uh, but Columbus came back, and the Leafs kind of started to cool off. But uh, I think it was because the Leafs were just comfortable. Honestly, they really just shut them down in the first twenty. Yeah. I don't know. The first, uh, the Leafs had major or most control of the puck, in my opinion. I mean, they scored three goals in the first. First of all, there was a couple pop penalties too, a power play for the Leafs, but the first goal on the power play by Nylander because Cole Sillinger hooked camp. So the thing I love tonight, though, I got to say, when the Leafs were on the power play, it was instant. Both times. Yeah. Like 15, instant. 20 seconds both times. That was crazy. No hesitation. Yeah. yeah. This is what I want to see. For sure. I don't want to see fancy plays with the pug back and forth, you know, and they're just trying to s- decide who's going to take that shot. Yeah. I want to see a quick shot right off the the pass and, you know, a quick one-timer, which is exactly what Nylander okay. did from Matthews, from Riley, bing, bang, bong, in. So close that there was a coach's challenge, so... Shout out to Jay Bine. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing Justin your name. Justin Bain, Justin Bine. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Shout out. Uh, because shout out. It's, it's not easy. You know when you're at the game, they don't play the replay as the same. So, uh, Justin, shout or out. At oh, or at all. Or at all. <laughs> because yes. they don't want us booing. So, uh, Justin uh, messaged us on Twitter to ask if there was anything that we missed while being at the game. And uh, yeah. my first thought was, hey, that goal was challenged and we didn't see why. Because uh, it's hard to tell from the stands. Yeah, it's surprising. We were waiting in the stands, you know, the music was running, they were throwing out t-shirts into the crowd and lots of leaf swag, but we were sitting in our seats waiting for that replay because, you know, when you're watching the game live, you're like, oh, damn, I blinked, I missed it sort yeah. of thing. And then we were looking up at the big Jumbotron and the replay wasn't happening. We actually didn't get one replay of that coach's challenge whatsoever. No, we had to do a quick check on our phones. Yeah. And I don't, obviously I want to be on my phone tweeting with you guys and interacting. I don't want to be watching video on my phone while I'm at the game. Like these guys should be playing that on the jumbotron itself, but 
This is what the lowdown was. So big shout out. Thank you so much, Justin. Also, Justin, shout out uh, for just letting us know most shots in the first period for the Leafs so far this season. Yeah, going back to that first period, like the Leafs were dominant. They were controlling the offensive end. They were cycling. Um, Columbus really couldn't do anything about that. And even when they did get in the Leafs end, they were just on the perimeter all the time. Yeah. I found like the Leafs were doing a really good job of boxing out the inside of the ice. Yeah. Leaving everything to the outside. Like the nine yeah. shots, they weren't dangerous whatsoever. And yeah, yeah, that was just a really, really dominant period for the Leafs. The coach's challenge was kind of like, we didn't see it, obviously. Like what could be challengeable on that goal? Yeah. But apparently Kashi's stick hit Elvis's blocker, but apparently Kashi almost made the save and then it squeaked through Jack Campbell's legs. So thank you, Kashi. Yeah. <laughs> It worked out for the better, and yeah, one nothing leaves. And the awesome, challenge didn't awesome. work, but like what we didn't mention too was the two minute penalties I get afterwards. Like that just carries yes. the momentum even like ten times. And though they didn't score on it, it really hurt them for the rest of that period because I mean, two more goals, yeah. like oh, that's Woo. it starts from the momentum right from your coach. But yeah. we got to talk about there were a lot of new people in the lineup tonight. Yes, yes, a lot of new a numbers down them. there. So. Um, we're going to talk about the injuries in the second half of this, uh, this episode along with some other things, but, uh, to start off, we had Alex Steves, um, in the lineup on the fourth line. We also had Rubens yep. filling in on defense and, uh, Biega was where? He got called <laughs> up, but he didn't make the lineup. I was going to say, I did not Steve see Biega was the one out guy I noticed. See, like, that guy was hustling all game, like racing the pucks, trying to win puck battles out there. He was really feisty. Yeah, yeah, he's the one guy I actually know this. Can you check Ruben's time on ice, by the way? I want to see how much he actually played because I didn't see him much. Yeah. I remember in the first period, though, where I was like, ooh, yes, Ruben's, because I caught that new number on the ice and it threw me off because we have a couple new players on the ice, which we're not too familiar with. They got the the numbers from the training camp, right? And it obviously hasn't stuck in my mind yet, but then I saw the back of the jersey and I was like, yes, it might it must have been a great block or a great – turnover or whatever it was but that was the only time unfortunately i did notice him but another name that is newer to the leafs that i want to say is that kyle clifford tonight he had some good looks um he had a couple shots on net which is what i want to see and i was talking to southey especially saying um you know, it's nice to have a bunch of meat on the ice, but it's even better when these guys can actually produce offensively. So, uh, just for reference, we had 13 minutes, 40 seconds time on ice for okay. uh, Rubens tonight. So, I mean, not like, a bad debut. Not, not bad. No. Uh, he had three shots on goal. He was a plus one. Uh, what was that hits? He had four hits. Damn, he, boy's making himself fantasy value. Honestly, like, just like Brody, though, I find one of his best characteristics is like you don't notice him on the ice. And that's when you know he's playing really good or effectively at least, yep. right? Yes. So if this guy, like, you didn't really notice him and he played that amount of minutes, you know, he didn't make too many mistakes. He was yeah. making the smart, easy plays. Yeah. Not getting outside his bubble. Yeah. And that's kind of what you want to see from someone coming up, right? Yeah, you don't want to notice them exactly. You don't want to see blunders and... Uh, I mean, if anything, you know, a nice play here and there, which, like Steph mentioned, we noticed him uh, on a couple in the first period. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. Nice showing, Christians Rubens, Steve's or however you pronounce your was... name. I apologize. <laughs> we need one and of those. Where's Brian Berkeley? He was tenacious. Tenacious. Tenacity. Yeah. Woo! 
he was good. Um, I would love to see more of Alex Steves. I would also love Alex Steves to uh, reply to the DM that was sent to him to appear on this show. We can week. get into the second half if he was the right guy to call up, maybe. Also the, fair. Due to the injuries, but we'll touch on that after. Yep. Um, so it was a, like we said, extremely dominant first period. Also to Steph's point about looking for new numbers, when you don't have play-by-play, this is something that I forget about because you don't go to games that often. When you're yeah. there, you really have to know the numbers and watch for people and watch yeah. what's going on. And having so many new numbers and also just coming into this year with so many new players on the team, it was hard to watch. Like, yeah. like last year and the last couple of years, I've kind of adjusted to the new numbers. And I remember as a kid knowing the numbers of everybody. And yes. yeah. This year, I feel like I'm just, I'm lost watching them. I'm like, I don't know anybody's numbers anymore. Ask me right now. What's, what was Steve's tonight? Fuck if I know. Yeah, it was, like 40, was he 40 something? 42? Rubens, no. what was he? I don't know. 30, tell you. 40. I don't know. I saw Steve's a couple times and uh, I think it was 46. He was really good though. Um, the few yeah. the few times I saw him out there. They look good. Um, so again, Leafs had a dominant first period coming out with three goals. Um, Richie oh. with his first goal of the season. Okay, back up, back up, back up. So... That was a nice one. That was the too. third one, though. Yes, that's true, but I'm but so excited. Sec- I'm so excited about one. this one. Oh, okay, wait. The second one is okay. worth mentioning. The second one, seeing this in person was absolutely yes. amazing. Michael Bunting, like, slowing everything down to a stop, going Matrix um, focus mode, and just throwing this back between his legs through three people. Yes. Like, Mitch Marner's not here. Matt, I got you. Don't worry. Got and you, boy. Just sends this backwards to his legs. He's a smart player that he is. Like he knows that's a possibility. So he's got his front leg in front of him and his stick kind of in his mid. Yeah, he's ready to put that in. I was I, gonna say that was equally as impressive as that. Matthews was like, I think he can pull this off. There's a chance it's gonna happen. I'm ready for it. I am mm-hmm. so glad Matthews pulled it off because it could have been, you know, he flinged it across the net and it didn't go in or some bullshit, you know, just because we're Leafs Nation yeah. and we think of the worst all. The time Hit the but iron or something. I even said to you guys at the game, I'm like, I'm so glad Matthews angled his stick appropriately yeah. for that to go in because it could have been right in the bullseye, right in the chest. It looks right? like an easy so, tap in, but like he that there's a lot of skill on that goal. Yes, yes, a that lot was, went into that. Oh, that was awesome. And bunting, like tonight, I gotta say, with bunting up there, okay. I, sorry, guys, I know it was just because he saw it and he just. What? Ray Ferraro liked our tweet. <laughs> Ray Ferraro literally liked it. Are you joking? How amazing Ferraro looks <laughs> between the benches. Like, yes, let's go. That's okay. how ins- insignificant we are to this yeah. man's life. We're okay. so happy about life. So I tweeted out this picture. What up, Ray Ferraro? Caught him in between the benches and Ray himself. Like that guy is so good. Ray, thank you so much. On overdrive, he's amazing too. You are you are a gem. Um, yeah, Uh, like like Sadi said, overdrive, everything you do, we Leafs Nation loves you. Thank you, Ray. Yeah. First it was Jensen uh shouting or uh telling me on Instagram for a Leafs late night uh post or account sorry that he's going to check out our podcast that was huge news because this is an nhl writer and he writes for the fantasy portion of nhl and now so this? i'm just screenshotting and so we love everybody forever. who just like talks to us and yes. converses back and forth like 
Yes. So amazing. Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm very I'm I'm like this is okay, this wait. is a very happy moment. So to go for back me. to our point, Button, I think Bunting. we're gonna talk about how mm-hmm. he was about to get hit and he just laid that guy out like standing still, right? Oh my fucking god. Like all of a that sudden was impressive. I see someone in blue straight like stand still and then someone in whatever the hell Columbus colors are because it's a mix that just went boom boom. And I'm like, who was that? Was that Jake Muslim? Was that Kyle Clifford? Was that Simmer? No, it was Bunting. Standing still doing it too. Oh my God. And this is a small guy. Like this isn't a 6'3", 225 type guy. You know, this is a, I don't even know if he makes 200 pounds. Fuck. Like maybe this guy knows how to use his, um, his angles on his skates. He knows how to use his. He also doesn't make a million dollars. He's yeah, he's great. This is a true Leafs fan. This guy, there's pictures all over the le- or the internet about him in his, you know, Toronto Maple Leafs pajamas. JT he, style. So we see JT that style. as a theme lately with players. Like we yes. Got JT, we got Spezza, we got him, we got Simmons. Yes. Do you think that's a thing that Kyle Dubas is like? Of course. Hundred percent. Trying to do. Hundred percent. Of course. Just to get that like cohesiveness in the room and like. To, Get players that actually care about what we're doing here, right? Like, yeah. We got a huge drought. It means yes. a lot to everybody here. Yes. Which is why I think Ilya Mikheyev needs to go, just because of the locker room. Not, I don't want to say toxicity, but like anybody who asks to be traded off of this team, who doesn't no. want to be here. Bye. Bye. Like, go, feel, go, fly, fly. Yeah, Please be successful. When you get the amount of years that we have, that plays a part in every season. Whether yeah. you want to admit it or not, it really does. Chicago Cubs, they had it. The Red Sox had 100%. it. And we feel like the exact same thing there. Here's the difference. If you sleep in Toronto Maple Leaf sheets your entire <laughs> life and you wear their swag as a child growing up, this is what you do in your free time. Saturday Night Live, you know, Hockey Night in Canada, yeah. the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you get that chance to play with the Leafs, it's a dream come true. Meanwhile, you're a Russian kid. You watch the KHL. You watch whatever fucking leads are out there. I can't even tell you, but all they want to do is make it in the big time. They want to make money. They want to be a professional hockey player. And that's period. completely fair and respectable. But you're right. It's not the same thing as someone no. who grows up like bleeding yeah. blue, right? Yeah, it's not the same because they want to be professional. It doesn't matter what team it is, yeah. as long as they make it in, that's su- su- yeah. sufficient for them. They look at the entire NHL the way these guys look at making. Leaves, right like their, yes. their goal yes. is like let's i want to make it over to playing in the professionals and making like millions of dollars even making hockey. the leafs is kind of a new thing like jt broke a lot of ground with doing that no he is the first yeah. big time ticket who is from toronto that actually signed with him and now you see other people doing it like sim and spezza so maybe that is a thing to come well but team including yeah and it's like we talked about when you weren't here with darty he's saying like how Kawhi started this trend yeah. like bautista it's okay won. to come here bautista made it cool to play in toronto Kawhi made it cool to win in toronto mm-hmm. and then everybody yeah. followed suit it's like okay we want to be the next to do it exactly right? and right? what a way to end your career as jason spezza you know uh forever Leafs fan growing up and you know he had his time playing among so many teams in the league and so successful but first team all-star many years so. but remember how we compare him to the Dallas Stars and his play with them compared to now with yeah. the Leafs incomparable it's Not just it's just a, a desire to play right like it changes yes. everything like desire to win and I mean really what tie does Jason Spezza have to Dallas and 
what did Dallas have going for them in the years he was there? Yes. Like it, it was. He got a good paycheck for them. Like he got a bag. And yeah, that he, was it. Exactly. He got paid in the later yeah. end of his career after Ottawa kind of. That's good out. for him. Like, yeah, for sure exactly. He got paid, and that's the reason that he is taking a league minimum to stay with the Leafs yes, over there is because Dallas just here you go. He made the bank for his kids, for his family, exactly. which has led all the way up to this point. Now he plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs at a league minimum, and we all know that he's going to retire if the Leafs even think about trading this guy or getting rid of this guy. You know, his his career has ended. So, yeah, all kudos. I missed him so much tonight, I got to say. I, I miss seeing him on the ice. Even though we didn't have Marner tonight, we didn't have Jason Spezza, Dermot was scratched, uh, which I was actually surprised about because it was one of those uh, uh, scenarios where you thought, oh, uh, Defender is out, so why not try Dermot and Hall together? But we saw Rubens come in. So. Yeah. Yeah. He looked good. Okay. So Bunting sets up Matthews for the second goal. And I literally turned to Steph. I don't know if it was right before that one or right after. And I was like, fucking Nick Ritchie's going to score tonight. Really? He, if you called it right after I, that, that's pretty impressive. It was before he scored. Like, he had a he had a chance. It was his first chance of the night. I went to Steph. I was like, Nick Ritchie's going to fucking score tonight. And I tweeted it to I was like, I literally said to Steph, Nick Ritchie's going to score tonight. Because we're here, of course. And he looks good. And yeah. who scores the third fucking goal of the night? Nick Ritchie. That was nice. Cool. Like, he brought it to his right side, brought it to his left, pulled it back a little bit. In the open cage, Kasha just it kind of shows you like the skills he has too. Like, yeah, yeah, Kasha around the boards, beating two blue jackets. Yeah, you know, that was, that was all Kasha bringing play, it behind like. the crease. Perfect pass right in front. Mm-hmm. Richie, boom, in, yes, finally. Nick Richie officially has like, more goals than Nick Felino. He had like a lot of confidence on that play because yes. he brought it over so quick and sniped it. Like, he was like, fuck this, enough of this. <laughs> I'm putting one in. We're ending this. Oh, uh, shout out. I got. I wish I could find that tweet real quick, but somebody had the, um, oh, uh, Justin Bain, Dermot has a shoulder injury. Mm, yikes. Oh. Everybody has a shoulder injury right now. Yeah. Um, but somebody tweeted, there's that picture of Nick Ritchie sitting on the bench, and it's like, wait, why is everyone cheering? What did I do? Who's Nick Ritchie? Yeah. Great photo. So happy for him, though. And boy. Of course, the game where we didn't have our continuous bet running. I know the last... I don't know, a couple of weeks where we're like, oh, if Rich Nick or Nick Richie scores, I'm going to dye my hair blue. Yeah. Luke Mann's going to paint his fence and Johnny's going to buy a Habs jersey what and wear the, it on the next podcast. What was the deadline though? Like what did we actually say? I tweeted out to Luke Mann saying, okay, I'll do it till the end of this game. But then we made the video and po- I posted it. So mm, maybe the fans might get something, you know, like I haven't cut my hair for a reason. Like, not going to lie, full disclosure, I haven't cut my hair in like two years, but I was thinking about getting some blue underneath, you know, repping the leaves and might as well. I work from home anyways. I don't have to go to the <laughs> office anymore. So, <laughs> But uh, yeah. Um, we got to announce a winner from, uh, from our last, it's 12 days, oh. of give- it's 12 oh, games of giveaways. Yes. What game are we on? Nine? Winter time. Yes. Winter time. So congratulations at Chad Morgan, Snizzle Bonehead. You've won yourself a Funko Pop. Um, let us know. I have two of them left. If you would like either John Tavares or Mitch Marner, I think Ooh, are the two yeah. that I have left. Dealer's choice. Dealer's nice, choice. Nice. Um, let me know which one you want. Nice. Um, also to the other person who want a Funko Pop, if you don't want Morgan Riley, let me know. I've got three of them. You guys can choose which ones you'd like. How about that? 
That was so, a Derek Fuller. Derek Fuller. So yes. if you'd like, a, I haven't sent yours out yet. So Derek Fuller, if you would like a different Funko Pop other than Morgan Riley, I've got Morgan Riley, John Tavares, and Mitch Marner, who finally just came in. So I've got three of them. Um, the Riley one is from 2016. So that is an out of circulation one, I believe. I grabbed that on sale on clearance. Rare. Uh, the John Tavares one. Is, yeah. <laughs> John Tavares one has a sticker on it that says only available in Canada. And the oh. Mitch Marner one, I was only able to find on clearance at Shoppers Drug Mart and I could not find it anywhere Damn. else. It is not on any Leafs shop or anything right now. So they're all pretty exclusive. The Shoppers one's rogue. Oh, mm-hmm. My celebratory horns are in my bag. I totally forgot to take them out, but I'd be blowing them for you Can we right mention now. your face tattoo? Oh, look at this. Yeah. Steph came prepared with like a whole set of face tattoos for all of us. So yeah, these guys know. didn't Her want tattoos. Her game face was so impressive. <laughs> um, so if you would like to win, again, that was Chad Morgan who won at, Snizzle, at Chad Morgan Snizzle Bonehead. Um, if you would like to win, we're going to reveal another code word later in this episode. Send yes. it to us um, either to me on Twitter or to Steph on Instagram and you will be entered into our draw for yes. our next episode, which is Thursday against, who are we playing Thursday? That is a good, a good awkward question. moment where yeah, I'm just so focused. Oh, it's my it's my wallpaper. It is uh, Tampa. Tampa. Ooh. Tampa and on Thursday, and then we've got Chicago on yeah. Saturday. Yes, and then Edmonton on Tuesday. That's going to be really interesting. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a fun game. That's but Tampa, there's always that subtext of Matthews versus McDavid. Oh, yeah. it's so much yes. fun. And guys, it's the return of Hyman for the first Ooh. time. We're playing Zach Hyman. Yeah, way to bear your yes. lead, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn. So second period on, but real quick on uh, Thursday, Lightning, Lightning just barely squeaked away a win, three uh, two against Montreal they were down Canadiens. Two to one they were down two to one. Came back. So uh, hey, Lightning a little shaky. Hopefully we got a, an interesting game against them on Thursday. Anyway, second period comes around. Uh, Leafs got to comfortable. Yeah, bunting with a penalty, yeah. and we got to give him credit because he's been drawing so many penalties this First year. In the league, I think, for drawing penalties. He yeah, so he has to take some eventually, right? And uh, of course, Yorkstrand with the power play goal at uh, the beginning of the game. I said, if anyone <laughs> scores tonight, it has to be Yorkstrand because he's in one of my fantasy leagues. And oh, thank God it was him, but. The down part of this, which I didn't mention in my tweet, was that I have Elvis in that, <laughs> which got pulled tonight. But uh, I'll take the power play goal on one of my other leagues. So thank you, Borkstrand. Assist yeah. with Verwinski and Boo Jenner. So yeah, but Leafs right after another penalty against the Columbus Blue Jackets, yeah. which led to another power play and a huge captain oh my captain jt tavares power play goal what a tip his hands in front of the net are so dirty like it's ridiculous tavares has the most disgusting tips like pucks going this way and then stop shelf on the other side like goalies have no chance no Um, by the way uh bunting is no longer in the top for uh penalties drawn but guess who on the leafs is in the top 15 in the league Way to ruin my little moment about bunting, Johnny. No, I was actually curious of where they're at now, because I know it changes pretty often. Yeah. Who's in the top 15 currently on the Leafs for uh, penalties run? Uh, From the Leafs? Camp. Nope. Kasha. Nylander. Wayne Simmons. Boom! Really? Wayne Simmons is 14 from the Leafs. Wayne Simmons averaging almost less than 10 minutes a game. Yeah. Is drawing all these penalties. 
It doesn't. It has them ranked, but it doesn't exactly say like how many penalties they've Also, uh, Brady Kachuk is winning with twenty. Simmons on the first line tonight with Bunting and Matthews, which oh, yeah, baby. today there was a lot of talk on Twitter about where everyone would slot in. And I know I had a couple conversations where we thought Anderson would still be in the game. And then we saw those call-ups from the Marlies. And then, yeah, Simmer on the first line. Yeah, I'll take it. I was behind it because Simmer's job on that first line is to park his ass and great deflected hands in front of the net, right? <laughs> yes. Bunting is going to go between the icing line and the boards. He's going to chase out every puck there is. Matthews is going to go half wall to half wall. Yes. And that's how they're going to play that. So if he gets it to Matthews, he gets it to Simmer, back to Matthews, whatever that is. That line works because of yes, that. Yes, yes. Shout out to... Uh, and for a couple of games, like, because Simmer's not... He does not count this damage to, to run, you know, five games on the first line. Right? Yes. So, exactly. Uh, real quick, shout out to at Leafs Girl Fan 30, Leanne, Leafs Girl Fan Forever 30, for uh, shouting us out as a um, good fellow Leafs fan account to follow. Awesome. Thank you so much. much. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks to all of you. Love, we have love. passed 600 followers tonight. Yeah. Um, and come on, guys, we, we got to give a, a huge, huge thank you to uh, Mission 22 for hooking us up with the tickets for tonight's game. You actually Cheers. made this possible. Thank you. Thank you, Mission thank 22. Thank you. But how about just like a huge thank you to the whole Leafs Twitter community? Like, this has been such a fun experience. It's such a fun place to be. No kidding. Like, yeah. Like, for anybody new to this, like, literally the, the Leafs' first game of the season, I sent a message to both of these guys that we had a fantasy league with, and I was like, hey, let's do a podcast tonight. And now we're on episode 22. We have 600 followers on Twitter, and like 50 of you listen to every one of our episodes. So thank you, guys. It's it's just yeah. been a, a crazy progression we from two months ago. every moment of this. It's like, been yeah. so much fun. It, it makes being a Leaf fan a lot more enjoyable. Instead of just yelling yeah. these things out into the universe to the people that don't care, we get to actually... Hit record and then and then we get to hear what you guys it. have to say. Like exactly. your takes are the best part about this. How, our episode went over last time because we were answering so many questions from Twitter, like more than we've ever had before. And I wasn't planning on that, and we went to fifty minutes before we went to break. So just thank you guys. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, really yeah. great. So good. I love the Twitter community. I gotta say, like before, I I got Twitter in two thousand nine, you know, and I just roamed for news, random things. But I had no idea that Twitter was still bumping in this yeah. day, and oh, day and yeah. age because everyone's so on the TikTok, Instagram, you know. But oh, I, I just, love it. I just shout out. Uh, Kinsey Beck, who was sitting in front of us, there was a couple of little, uh, a couple of younger girls sitting in front of us. The game, they were pretty excited. It was their first game. Shout out! Yes, uh, shout out! Congrats! Um, they called themselves Good Luck Charms because the Leafs scored thir- three in the first period and won. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, power they to them. They're good. All, all power to them. I honestly, I gotta give it to them. They are. <laughs> she's a networker. Yes. That, at the mention of the word like we're going live or as soon as i mentioned tiktok she like flipped around i was like can i be in it like tag right me in away. things i want to be right like away. i'll show you like this she knows her social media it was hey I was, I, it was almost worrisome how fast her neck like oh yeah back. Like, you right? i was watching the friend right beside and she was on snapchat and she was just scrolling page per page of <laughs> unopened snapchats i was like Holy shit, little girl! How like, you have fifty yeah. unopened Snapchats, and I know these are continuous conversations. I'm like, oh We're man, we're not cool enough, guys. We're not from the same era. <laughs> no. Okay, but, so second period. Um, like Steph said, her her fantasy darling 
Bjorkstrand gets a couple. Yeah, Merzinklins. I can't even fucking pronounce names. You know, if you've been listening to episodes, you know, I forget how to speak English or even speak at all. Spencer Knight lost. Okay. Enough about Spencer Knight. Sorry, guys. I picked up Spencer Knight for tonight for fantasy and he lost. Sorry, I have problems pronouncing names, but Elvis got hold, but unfortunately, but uh, back to the game. Right after the JT power play goal, first shift on the ice, Matthews wins the faceoff straight up the ice. Goal, baby. Hell Basic yeah. goal too. I was tweeting the goal for the JT power play um, scenario, and yeah. then right away, seven rah! seconds afterwards. Yeah. Was it only seven? Seven seconds. I'm like, I honestly, I had, I, I just tweeted one for Belt. I was like, well, that's two goals. Like, that, I mean, Elvis like, looked, we just sat down. I got comfy. They scored again. Like, Elvis looks oh, so defeated. <laughs> Did you guys see Merzlinkas on that? Like, like the second one went in, and he was just kneeling there, like. He stayed down. I, I felt bad for him because, like, he played a really good game for the most part. He just got let down a lot. Like, oh, there okay. were great scoring chances all yeah. night. And yeah. he made some huge saves. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, I'm so glad Matthews got that right off the bat. Like, I didn't have to tweet out twice. It was all in one tweet. Thank <laughs> you so much, Pappy. Save, like, so you right. saved my <laughs> thumbs, you know? Like, oh, man, I was talking to Southie earlier. I'm like, we need someone to do this for us. Man, it's hard work, but... <laughs> yeah, Pappy was amazing tonight. Yeah. Uh. And same with JT. I found like he was all over the ice tonight. He, like, every time I looked down, he was on that puck. The one thing stick. I love about JT is like he goes in the corner and he cycles and he makes those plays. He, like, yes. he's, always, he's not going to get the pass off them, but he's still going to make them to his line. Maybe. Yeah. And like, coming, like, he his pedigree and stuff. Like, this yeah. guy was supposed to be one of the best scorers there yes. is, right? He doesn't have to, right? Like, he could just be hanging out in the circle. And he like, knows, give me like, the puck. Give me the puck. I'm drunk. His best it, role for the team is maybe not being that guy. So exactly. what he's doing now is best for the team. Capitano. Capitano. Well, he has such a high hockey IQ that he knows where to put himself in each scenario if yeah. it means using his shot. No, I'm going to fight against the boards or go in front to get that tip. Like, yeah. he knows how to adjust on the fly. And that's exactly what our captain needs to do. Because so. his goals now are from, like, the hash marks, top of the crease. Like, that's where he's going from. Like, he's yeah. not dangling from the red line bringing it in anymore, right? Like, yes, exactly. Yeah. And but... he's so effective now. Like, he, he's a great player. Oh, my God, yeah. This is a dream come true for Toronto. I'm so glad he Remember came Remember at home. the meet of the year, people were complaining about him? Like, <sighs> is he washed? Is he done? Like... Get out of here. Fuck off, honestly. Like, no. Obviously, players need time to adjust in their new environment. But no, just like Michael Bunting, this guy is a leaf through through and through. It's the little things he does, the adaptability he has to his game. That's what's really good for him. Hell yeah. I'm so glad that Arizona was just like, "Uh, I don't know about this guy. He's played like 20 games. Eh, You guys can have him. (laughs) And first line with Matthews. Like, okay, thanks. Well, plenty too, yeah, sure. Yeah, but what a crazy first two periods. I mean, five goals for the Leafs, two goals for, or no, one goal, not even one goal yet, but I'm all mixed up here because it was all yeah, back Yeah, it was 5-1 like, at the end of the second. 5-1, yeah, 5-1. Uh, see, that's annoying that it ended 5-4. 
I know. Because third period... They well, come... Columbus scored 33 seconds into third period, and you're like, yes. oh, okay, like, what's going on here? They set the tone. We knew that they wanted to push really hard back. I mean, they even used their timeout at the end of the third because... And it worked because they ended up getting that uh, last-second yeah, goal. they and, did. And unfortunately... It didn't work out for them, but damn, this game, when we were watching live, it seemed like it was going to be a 5-1, 7-1 even win. You're right, because at the end of the game, we're like, wait, what is happening here? They're yes. pulling their goalie? I know. Because they scored at the 60-25 mark, and then they pulled the goalie shortly after that, and they also scored, like, obviously in the last second. Yeah. It seemed like it was a little closer than it was, yeah. but it actually kind of was a little bit close. But the thing is about the Scotiabank Arena, I noticed, is that when the Leafs score, yes, it's highlighted all over the place. Yeah. But when the opposition scores, it's like if you didn't catch that first replay, you do not know I about it. I feel like the third Columbus goal. Yeah. I literally, I looked up and I was like, wait, when did Columbus score? And I'm just like, oh, like a second ago. They don't give you a chance to go back and see what the hell happened. So if you're blinking even, you just miss it. I took a drink and yeah. put my drink down and literally yeah. missed a goal. I didn't hear anything. Okay, like, so you you hear about like when teams play down to other teams, right? Do you think fans play down to other teams? So say if this is Montreal or Boston or like another rival in town, yeah, is it that quiet? But maybe it's since Columbus. Columbus was it was pretty quiet tonight there. It was. There were some empty seats until the game actually got started, which was which really surprised me. The whole section across from us was pretty much empty. I noticed it was the corporate issue with the seats, right? Because in the 100th section, Full disclosure, so we did have nice seats today. We, we had, did have Mission 22. Which we're not are, used to. Awesome, awesome seats. Don't get me wrong. But if you yelled too loud, it was like everyone turned their head and looked at you. Compared yeah. to the 300, where yeah. you can scream at the top of your lungs. And it's like everyone kind of joins in. But... Shout out again to those little 13-year-old girls because they wanted to join in everything we did from pictures to screaming. They wanted to take TikTok fucking dance videos with us. And we're just like, no, girls, relax until maybe when the Leafs score the next goal. Then we'll dance with you. But right now, I need to watch this game, girl. But in the third period, like, they were not dancing for those three Columbus goals. No. Like, did you even notice, like, the two, like, the first two in that period? No. I looked at Johnny and was like, I think I, I think they scored. Like, what just happened here? I noticed it was so quiet in the building. And- yes, Bork Bjorkstrand, because obviously he's on my team, and I'm like, oh, another one for Bjorkstrand. But I didn't realize until like almost a minute later when they finally made that announcement across the PA because we didn't get a replay, we didn't get a goal yeah. horn. Of course, I know because it's the opposition, but nothing. There was nothing. It yeah. was just silence. Yeah. There's also, I mean, to be fair, there's no Columbus Blue Jackets fans in Toronto. <laughs> like, it's it's like you got a Crosby, if Edmonton, like Edmonton comes, right. like David. Like there's, there's fringe fans of every team in Toronto, I think, except for like a handful and Columbus is one of them. Like no one, nobody here gives a shit about the Columbus Blue Jackets. Like I'm yeah. sorry. But I thought to, be... to quote Steve Dangle, a relevant fucking team in the West. But Especially not. with Lene But first game back since the playoff series, I thought there'd be a little bit more noise just because of that, you know. But I think the fans kind of forgot. It felt like that was gone, right? Like yeah. That, that was over with. That's not a thing anymore. Yes, it's kind of like they were irrelevant. I was, with, I was the same thing. Like, I thought it was going to be a thing. 
I thought it was going to be a little bit noisy. Yes. And it was not at all. Pierre Luc Dubois is not on the team anymore. So we had his filling last game with yeah. the Jets, right? Lionel is on is IR. Pierre, yeah. With what? What happened to him? I don't follow this team. Like, I'm what, what is he out with? Not too Be sure. Honest, I can't tell you. But yeah, his dad unfortunately passed away this season too, he which he had, had that, to yeah. deal with. But uh, you know, there's other players on the team like Jacob Borch. Oh, that's what he's gone with. Personal injury. Like, has it, it says Line has returned uh, to native Finland to deal with a family matter. Line is okay. already on the LTIR due to He's one of those injury. players that like I really root for. Like I, I want to see him do well. It was always I the love Matthews. Like, yeah, the big debate. Matthews versus Line. Yeah. Oh my god, who's better? Matthews Line. Who's the better goal scorer? Obviously, Line is a better scorer. That's what they were saying back yes. in the day. Like back in the day. But then they signed uh big names like Jacob Voracek this year with eight or eight point two five million sixty-six mil eight year contract. Oh my god, really? <laughs> I barely noticed the guy. He's, yeah. And Young, tw- like late 20s, rather? He's not even one of the best players back in the day on Philly. Like, he was maybe the third, fourth, fifth name you would go to. Warchuk. but Yeah. <laughs> yes, but the difference in what Philly looks like without Voracek and, Lemie- and um, Giroud together is, like, night and day. That team fell apart without them. Right now, yes. I yeah. gotta say, eight game losing streak or nine. whatever it is. Nine now. They fired Vino and they still lost. Do you again. trade Drew? Try to get some pieces? I mean, I think it's at the point like where full, you, gotta, you gotta just tear remote? that team apart. I mean, like uh, right from the ground up. It's so tough. They shouldn't be in this position. Because you have Carter Hart. You can kind of build around him position. like from net out. Yeah, you've got Carter Hart, you've got Ivan Provorov, you've got Rasmus Ristolainen. Yes, like Philly. big pickup in the We haven't season. finished the Leafs game. Let's get back to the, <laughs> Let's finish the Leafs game, then we'll talk about fucking Philadelphia <laughs> Flyers. Okay. So, the Leafs keep doing this thing where they start periods at the wrong time, or they finish periods at the wrong time. And, yes, they still finish this game, but they got way too comfortable at a 5-1 lead, and I think the fans did too, because we all were like, whatever, they won this game. It and we left and it was 5-4. This is the thing we keep forgetting. We loved this game. The Leafs scored goal after goal, but the final score was 5-4. It was 5-3. They scored at 19-59, so it, it was 5-4 to be fair, but like... If that's the end, it doesn't... It was in regulation. That goal counts. Yeah, that's it, my it point. Counts. Like, that's, that's all I'm going to say. 0.7 of a second. They keep letting this happen, whether it's the end of the period or the end of the game. It is concerning. They have to play a full 0 to 20 minute period. Not a 1959, not 1945. They have to play a whole 20 minute period. And why can they not do that right now? Like, what is the problem? Do you think if you're Keith at this point, like, you just put out your fourth line every time this happens? I noticed that the fourth line was out for a majority of the last second half of the third yeah. because I saw Steve's all over the ice because you can't miss that name on the back of the jersey. But I got to give credit to the Leafs for the power play. They uh, went two for three, which yeah. is awesome. Very good. And Columbus was one out of two, but still, like, we capitalized on those power play opportunities, and that's exactly what we needed, especially yeah. within the first 10 seconds of the power play. Boom. Like, that's what I want to see all day. So You can beat up, like, one PK goal tonight. Like, their PK has been so good lately. It's really not yeah. an issue. And the Leafs were sh- out shooting the Columbus Blue Jackets all game long. I know they came back in the second yeah. period and the third period. But, damn, like, 40 shots for the Leafs? 
awesome. How do you say this name before I butcher it again? Juhar Kara? Yeah. Okay. So thanks, Justin Bain, uh, for sending us the update. Derek King says that Juhar Kara is talking and he's responsive. He's still at the hospital. More tests are being done. But Very good to hear. Holy. The fact that they're at the point where they have to say that he's talking and responsive. Like, that hit... Like, it wasn't even... It wasn't to the head. Not to it compare, was... but, like, remember when, like, GT had that playoffs? The whole hockey community just gathered around and wanted to make sure that he was okay. And it was the same thing happening here. Yeah. Damn. But yeah. also, big shout-out to Morgan Riley, who had four assists four tonight. Assists? And four yeah, and I'm playing against him in fantasy. It's absolutely butchering me. <laughs> Whoever I'm playing, I'm sorry. Who, who am I playing against? They have got John Tavares, Morgan Riley, and Michael Bunting. Two, two Rask, two Furious. Yeah, Matt Duncan. Hello, uh, you Bruins lover. Deal, but I'm losing six but nothing. Riley ties the career high with four assists in a game. Fourth time he's done it. First time since 2019. Yeah, Thank you, Justin, too. for those stats and. Yeah, he was awesome tonight. He, he looked good really tonight. All that, like he was like steady. He never really stood out too too much, but like, he was always playing really well. Yeah, yes. shout out to the old guys. Uh, His level of play was rise down into the left of us. They were chanting Morgan Riley. Yeah, um, yes. God bless those guys. Bless those guys. Uh, well, you guys continue. I have a bunch of Ed's texts that were amazing from this one. I oh please. Up. Okay, so first of all, um, okay, so we got Willie, Mom's fave. Shout out, Mom. William Neilander's her favorite. Mama Ross. Uh, Mama Ross. Leafs look good after those redneck jets. That was my favorite one. <laughs> Calling the jets rednecks is like actually. Man, they were brutal. And um, uh, they. Who was it? Foligno or Stanley after the game was like saying, oh, how nice is it to beat the Leafs? Let's go get fucked up. Yeah. No, Fuck that up. was. Uh... No, that was embarrassing for the Jets franchise. Oh, and... Wheeler. Yes. No. Yeah. No. No. Shifley. Shifley. It was Shifley. Sorry, it was Shifley. Guys, um, it was one win in the regular season, and you beat the Leafs, yeah, who are second in the whole yeah. league. Like, come on. Good job. I mean, I kind of take it as a compliment, 30. though, because it is a compliment. people are making the Leafs as a measure stick for when they play against of them. Of course. People bring yep. their best game yeah. when it comes to the Leafs. It's like, like Dangle said, everybody's got the Leafs on their mind the whole time. probably it's just like, league, oh baby. shit, we're on TV tonight. Like, <laughs> It is our league. Here because we go. We're on TV tonight. <laughs> no, you're People are watching. Yeah. yeah People are watching Blake Wheeler's thousandth game. Yay! Honestly, good for Blake Wheeler. Good for Blake Wheeler. He gets a oh my god. Can they Regardless. Can we stop taking up 20 minutes at the beginning of games to give somebody <laughs> a piece of shit art? And a silver stick. Like first we had Gadslav, then it was Spatza, and we have now we've got the Blake Wheeler, and we had uh, who was the other? There was another one too. We keep getting these this year. It's like ugh. popular year. Can we do it before? The, like if it if the game starts at seven p.m., start the ceremony for them at six fifty. So it's not like pushing the game later. As people that run a podcast that starts after the game, please yeah. stop, stop oh. pushing these games later unnecessarily. Yeah. Um, also, as we're doing this, um, send us your questions, please. Send us your questions because we'll answer them live here. Yep. Um, 
if you didn't see the uh, Zegers and Milano play from the Ducks game, look that up. That was crazy. They're doing a post-game interview explaining how they set that up. <laughs> what, did they practice it? Like, So um, we've got, like I said, Leafs fell apart in the third, and they got to stop giving up goals at the end of the game. It just felt like a lazy third. Mm-hmm. They were back on the heels, just like preventing Columbus from entering the zone all the time. It felt like Columbus is always coming at them. Three straight goals. Yeah, yeah, three straight goals. We wanted Matthews to get the Hattie tonight. A last second goal, too, which is never a good look. Yeah, and, and it was Max close. And Domi in Toronto. Come on. Yeah, with 0.7 of a second left. Ugh. But that being said, after the two losses, it's nice to, like, very nice to have a win. Oh, of course, right? Um, we're, we want to be back on that winning streak. We know we have what it takes. And unfortunately, the last two games were fluky and loose play like it wasn't how the Leafs should have played and like despite the score it didn't feel like a 5-4 game no it felt like like I said earlier a 5 or 7-1 game you know it felt like a 5-1 game that ended and then Columbus just scored a couple after the game ended like you know what I mean like (laughs) the Leafs won this 5-1 and went home and then Columbus scored a couple more goals they gave them extra points for trying at the end they just gave them tick tick <laughs> just knocked away Jack Campbell's save percentage for the night. Just to yeah. screw yeah. my fantasy team over. But Soupy's like, no red locks for you guys tonight. It's like, guys, you realize I still have to play the whole 16 yeah. minutes, right? Like, I don't care if you guys give up. I still have to keep saving shots. Exactly. Because the shot counter just went, like, from this to this. Yeah, it was a huge difference, like, at the end yeah. of the first. No kidding. They did not keep Passive. it up. Yeah. And back to the Columbus Blue Jackets, like they made some signings in the off season, which is supposed to fill the hole for Seth Jones. And you have Patrick Laine who left last season and they signed Jake Bean from the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. And then the big name is Jacob Borchek with a $66 million contract, <laughs> eight years eight time, years? 8.25. Sorry, tonight I did not see an $8 million skate. Or no, I eight million dollar skater Borchek. on the ice for them. No, Bjorkstrand had all the attention for me, but I don't know. Um, yeah, it's it's tough because they, like you we said, like we don't get to see the reviews when we're there on the ice. So yeah, we only get to see things live, and and from what I saw live, the only players really noticed like Boone Jenner was okay. Uh, Domi really was pretty good. Like Bjorkstrand like he's the was player good. I noticed by far the most. Yeah, but besides, Even besides that, like, like, yeah, like, he yeah, didn't say whatsoever. The nine point five million dollar defender, Jesus. who got the contract right after Seth Jones left the building, and and he, the difference between like not noticing him and not noticing someone like Brody is Brody had a great plus minus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wierenski didn't. No, exactly. No. The, That's fair. Or is he like a type of defenseman or defense person that you need to like recognize? Any yeah. questions from Twitter, please send them in. Yeah. We, we appreciate it. Definitely. Um, no pressure. Also, uh, shout out Luke Man. Thanks for watching. We know you're Luke there. Man, you're the best. <laughs> Wish you were here. <laughs> Wish I can send some t- or beaver balls to you. Uh, be to a be fair, I wish I were he- like where he is. Yeah. I, I mean, know. No, winter here? It's uh, minus nine Celsius here in Toronto right now before wind chill. So uh, we'll enjoy take that Australia weather for sure. Enjoy it. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, Damn. So that was fun. Yeah, we, we had a blast. Fun. We had a blast the game. Um, How was, was the concessions? So, yeah. We want to, so our, our second half of the show here, we're going to cover some of the injuries and suspensions, and uh, we're going to do a quick review of the uh, um, the concessions, but uh, we're going to just, I know we're live, we're just going to take like a, a 60 second break, we'll be right back. We're just going to stay here, live and all this, but we'll be, we'll, we'll be back. We're, in the least ether. We'll be in the, in the ether for, we'll in be back in, in a minute, at midnight. Okay. Insert elevator music here. I'm gonna play elevator music off my phone. <laughs> Man, good game. Great game. Such a good, good game. game. Uh, remember to send us in your questions and subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter. That seven second period where they score two goals. It's just like, oh, mm, yes. So nice. Got up, sat down. Right back up. Right like, back up. Just doing squats the whole night. Yes. Just up and down, up and down. Um, yeah, also remember to review and rate us on uh, whatever podcast platform you listen on. But Apple Podcasts um, does the most tracking and lets you, uh, lets you rate and leave reviews and all that. So make sure you do that. It helps us out. moves us up through the charts. <laughs> And, uh, the more I drink, the more interesting my voices get. <laughs> hey, Luke, man. You messaged me on Twitter asking me, where do I get this info from? Is there a secret notepad you refer to? Yes, I do have some notes for the game on my laptop here. Not, I did not take notes during the game. I only noted down the goals of the game. So everything is fresh from memory. But uh, yeah, usually I... Trying to jot, try and jot down what I want to say or what I think it's a, is important. But uh, tonight I just jotted down uh, the goals, and that was about it because we wanted to go live as soon as possible for you guys, and especially after our fail of a mission trip to try and get those beaver balls and do the review. But no kidding. <laughs> and uh, the freezing cold. Freezing. <laughs> yeah, it's cold out here. So cold. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, what do you, you want to, no. you need something? Nothing. Okay. Um, we back? Or you want to? It is a weeknight, so maybe not a lot of people are up. No, we only have, uh, there's one person watching right now, and it's Luke Man. <laughs> what up, dude? We love you. Sorry, Luke Man, I thought we were actually breaking, like we usually do. I forgot we were live. Yeah, it's, live, it's kind of tough to break live. live. I can't really stop this and restart it or else it uh, throws us all out. We will do no such thing. Yeah. Um, Speaking of beaver balls, oh, though, I, I wish I could send you some via the mail, but it might go a little moldy along the way with the two to three month home. wait limit. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but too bad you guys don't have a Tim Hortons down in Australia. I'm actually surprised. It's only because... 4 p.m. there. Yeah. Wow. Um, no, they don't have, they only have a couple Tim Hortons outside, of, like in the States, and I think that's it. I don't think there's anywhere. I thought there were a couple in Europe. Are there? But I might be wrong. I don't know. But yeah, it's such a huge name. I guess not as big as Starbucks yet, but 
here anyways people are addicted to tim hortons oh my god it's like crack to them the lineups are around the block (laughs) um so it looks like there's some in saudi arabia in the uk in qatar in china and in was that the philippines wow so also shout out to me for being able to look at an unmarked map and know which countries these are Hey, (laughs) Qatar out of all places, though. What? Yeah. Oh, United Arab Emirates. Sorry, I missed. I I miss labeled that one. So Canada, there's 4,000. USA, there's 500. United Arab Emirates, there's 106 Tim Hortons in the United Arab Emirates. 55 in Saudi, 50 in China, 20 in the Philippines, 20 in the UK, 20 in Mexico. Seven in Thailand, seven in Qatar. I was right. Six in Oman. Why are they? They're all in the Middle East. That's so strange. Two in Kuwait and two in Bahrain. Really? Like, the Middle East is a bunch of Tim Hortons. That's so interesting to me. They love coffee. I mean, they they do like coffee. coffee, But if they like coffee, why are they drinking Tim Hortons? They like shit coffee. Maybe it's way better over there. Can you imagine if they're coffee and... In the Middle East, the Tim Hortons is like actually you know, good. It has to be. <laughs> the coffee here is terrible. There's no way it's worse than this. Oh One thing bad. I want to bring up tonight, though, that I for- totally forgot to mention about the Leafs is that Ruben's playing tonight. I know I'm mispronouncing his name. There's a way to say it, but I'm so Canadian that it's just going to be whitewashed. But anyways, was the first Latvian player to play for the Leafs in Justin Bean is also history. watching. Hard to believe. Thanks, Justin Bean. Shout yes. out. Shout out. But, uh, yeah, and Ruben says that there was a huge watch party tonight at 2 a.m. for his huge really? NHL debut. That's so, so cool. That's so awesome. Love hearing yeah. stories like that. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, Bean. Luke Mann says Got Starbucks it. is hated in Australia. Really? Yeah. Just- do you, Luke Mann, do you guys have a preferred coffee chain over Starbucks in Australia? Because here... Coffee um, time? It's coffee time? They don't have them outside of the GTA. We don't have any in Ottawa. I feel like outside of local places in Ottawa, Starbucks is probably king, right? Ottawa's got Happy Goat and Bridgehead. I've never heard of that. Love Bridgehead. Bridgehead was bought out by uh, Second Cup. Oh, Second Cup, definitely, but Bridgehead? Bridgehead and both Ottawa local uh, chains. They're literally like, you can't find Starbucks in Ottawa because they're taken over by these places. It's kind of cool. McDonald's coffee all the way. Yeah, (laughs) McDonald's coffee is great. McDonald's coffee. Not the least. So uh, we are into our hour two here. Um, So we're going to talk about some reviews of the Scorchbank Arena. Sethi and I both had some food and uh, we all drank. So we're going to do some reviews of the... uh, concession at the Scotiabank Arena, taste and price-wise. Uh, so we each got a large Coors original, which with tax and tip comes to about $22, I think. It was. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like $18, Yeah. Maybe you're just a little more generous than I am. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that, I doubt it. But my maybe. beer was twenty bucks. How much did you pay for all of your uh, your so, food? You had popcorn, hot dog, beer. You guys had the whole nine yards in front of you, and I was just with my beer, fucking well, spending the same amount. We have to review for the people. So I had uh, a pretzel. I had a, a soft pretzel, which I wish I could say was a soft pretzel, but it was more of a hard pretzel. 
Um, <laughs> it was a little stale. It was um, not very well kept, is I guess the best way I could put it. Enough salt? Um, it had... kind of salty. It was weak on the salt, but it was still good. Um, any more would have been probably too much. But the person working the concession was awesome. It was very friendly. Oh, gave, gave me extra mustard for my pretzel yeah. and my hot dog and stuff and was talking about the game and referring to the last leaf games and was like very much a fan so that was cool um but the pretzel itself was pretty weak for like i want to say it was seven bucks um how big was it it's like a soft it's pretzel. Really big. regular soft pretzel okay size of your head um right. so we can agree though the real problem tonight was the hot dog right yeah and so specifically the bun the bun to dog ratio the bun to dog ratio it's so important. Okay, I was sitting between you guys, so I asked you individually, what was your review of the hot dog? Johnny says, aka Roscoe, too much bun to small wiener. I turn True. to Southey, who says, too cold, not hot enough for my liking. <laughs> so... I, that was my bigger problem than the bun to wiener ratio, which is also a huge problem. And to be fair, at the Sense games, they have like that bread piece it's like a bun which is like a bread bun type yeah. thing oh so like on the sides it's like a bread piece that goes over it so it's really thin yeah mm-hmm. you get that great wiener to like bread ratio <gasps> you need you laugh but this you is need a real it. thing it's it's essential i think my problem would have been with the hot dog thing because i love me some street meat after a night out you know that's my go-to Same. but um the condiments came in little packs. You guys just had to squirt it on. Like, yeah, no that's options. a COVID thing. Because yeah. you, you, everyone was like squeezing the same I thing, know, right? I know, but when I go and get a street meat hot dog, I load that shit up. I put of the course. onions. Yeah. I put the crispy, like, un, like everything. Onions, I roll everything. the dog in yeah. uh, barbecue sauce first and then layer that shit on right after. So, you know, it's like a whole meal instead of eating, like, five tiny fucking wieners and calling it a day you know yeah i opted they have a a hot dog and fry combo for like 15 bucks i opted for it without fries because i got the pretzel Uh, hot dog was like a four out of ten yeah it was weak four out of ten is pretty i mean three out of ten maybe yeah it was i don't want to say it was bad but like anything they could have done to make a simple hot dog better they didn't and the bun if anything impeded it so yeah it was a lot of a lot of misses they do have an option for a foot-long hot dog instead of the Mm -hmm. little one i was tempted i was as well but i didn't i didn't go for it for the extra price and maybe that one's hotter maybe the bun to wiener ratio is better but this is still a menu (laughs) item this is not something that we ordered off menu they're still selling this so we were yeah. allowed to review it i feel like this is probably bottom of the barrel like food is <laughs> yeah arena, right oh yeah uh how was the popcorn uh it was popcorn it was that popcorn. would be my fave to be honest small pieces had a bit of a problem with it small buds and popcorn i need those long but like big buds of popcorn <laughs> popcorn kernels too many steps. you got a fistful it's just like a couple of them there it's not Bunch of like the falling out of your hands between your fingers. Bunch of shake in the bottom. We got a question. Bunch of shake. We got a question. Hey, Sarah. Um, Also, hey, Megan. I know you texted me, get off my phone, but I'm checking for these Twitter questions. So, love you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Hey, girlfriend. But uh, hey, Sarah. She said, what's the chance of Spezza's suspension being decreased if they appeal? Okay, so Good question. for context, this, question. we got this update, I want to say, during the second period. And I it was during the intermission, I think, uh, between the second and third. Oh, yeah, actually, you actually yelled. I actually yelled it, just so, like, everybody around knows, in case anyone wants to talk about it, because that's how I act at Leaf Games. Um, I just yell it, like... <laughs> Special got six games. Are you, you kidding me? You caught me off guard, and I threw you like eye darts. So <laughs> I went to the washroom, and I was texting I was so uh, Justin. Um, Bean. Bean. Sorry. Bean. He, he oh messaged God. us. It's Bean. Thank yes. you for correcting. Thank us. you. And getting all the things I, I missed, and then all of a sudden that notification pops up, and so did Justin. Justin told me as well. Spezza for six games, and I was I pissed. I was like, come on, first time guy who got a suspension after how yeah. many seasons in the league? Um, how can you justify this sort of thing? But they, he told me the wording said something like... Uh, there was a tent. Like, it looked like Spetson was lining him up. Like, he was going to gun him down. But then all of a sudden, he started going down. Spetson yeah. committed. And, like, the Spetson's detriment, he actually did still follow through with it, right? Yeah, but it's, that's not a six-game suspension, especially for someone who has like no previous yes. history. Yes. So the thing that pushed this over the edge was that it was a premeditated act because Spezza was yelling at Pyong from the bench yeah. after the Sandy injury, and because then the Pyong can't do their fucking jobs. And the cherry on top was that Pyong got a concussion after this, but. I personally think just because of Spezza's record and the appeal and with the Leafs backing him up on this, yeah. that the appeal will go through and be successful. So what do you see the outcome being? Uh, Maybe the, four. Justices. That's what I think is fair. Four as well. Four. Like double Pionk suspension yeah. time. Max. That's um, just me. Any suspension over six games gets appealed by an independent arbiter. Oh. An appeal is filed. He Thank has like no real history Justin, of it. Like, you're, you're a gem. Thanks. <laughs> That's why we love this community. I know. But uh, to follow up on your question, Sarah, I know you uh, uh, had another one. How can normal people watch the players' interviews? The Oilers have them live streamed to Facebook. Any idea how we can watch the Buds? And I know Luke Mann said you can watch on the NHL app. What I used to do personally, uh, there's a Toronto Maple Leaf app, and they actually upload all of the post-game interviews, the the um the practices pretty much every time they talk to the media on the toronto maple leaf app the interviews are uploaded so i highly recommend downloading the app contest 50 50 all that yeah not a sponsor yeah you caught that they have like they try to upload it as best they can now luke man says do you think that the leafs took the low road with Pionk or Spezza did the right thing by sticking up because the referees didn't do anything to kneel to punish. Spezza did the right thing. This has been two games in a row. They got roughed up by the Wild and they were getting punked by the like, Jets. Like They were playing dirt and Spezza, yeah, he put his foot down. He should not have done what he did. Mm-hmm. It was dirty and not maybe like full intentional, like like I said, like he was going down as he's going to hit him, so it's the timing thing. But yeah, hey, I'm glad he did what he did. Andrew, do you know the name of the ref from this game? <laughs> <laughs> I know the other ref, Meyer. I, I might yeah, be familiar. It's Brad, Brad Meyer. Meyer. It's yeah. Brad Meyer, and there's a reason 
the, the three of us know the name Broadmeyer. We shouldn't know the name Broadmeyer, but it's because this is not the first time that this has happened to the Leafs from this exact same referee. So if we, we're back in the uh, Boston Bruins series. I don't even remember which one. Was it 2014 or the 2016 one? When Kadri got suspended. It was uh, 20, no, that's way too early. Yeah, way too early. Way too early. When the fuck was this? This was in 2018. No, this is, we're talking to Kadri suspension. Yes, yeah. because it was Montreal last time, Columbus the night time before, and then Boston, Boston, Boston before that. So it was 2018, game two of the Boston series. Yeah. Was it only the that one? I same okay. refs on the ice so, that we had for that game. So that game got absolutely out of hand the same way that this Winnipeg game did. There were dirty hits all over the ice. Boston just wanted to stomp the Leafs um, through the ice. Uh, because they were getting outplayed that series. They were. Uh, the first game went to the Leafs, and uh, it didn't look like Boston was going to win another one for the rest of the series. So they decided to just play dirty for the second game, and it worked because Brad Meyer didn't call a single penalty all game until Nazem Kadri took it upon himself <sighs> to cross-check Jake DeBrusque, which got him suspended for Alla the rest Spezza, of the, season, or the series, and uh, the Leafs got knocked out by the Bruins. The Again, parallels are like, they're hard to ignore, right? Like, dude... Brad Meyer should not be refereeing in the NHL. If he can allow games to get this out of hand where players take it upon themselves mm-hmm. and this many players get injured and suspended during your games, like this is absolutely unacceptable. First of all, this guy's getting suspended on a call that wasn't even called on the ice. Like, That's the other thing. These weren't even called penalties. Yes. Yeah, so all which of these suspensions come out of thin air, which I know these things have to get reviewed and player safety, yada, yada, yada. But I like Steve Dangle's point on his latest LFR that these officials should be able to defend their points and talk to the media, even if Which it's is, three minutes max. What the NBA does is after every game, the officiators, they have to do like a written review of their game. Yeah. And that's what the NHL should have to we do. We need to see it. There has to be accountability on all sides, right? Yeah. Because if you have a bad game, you have a bad game. Like you're mm-hmm. viewing, it's gonna happen, right? It throws off a whole game, which leads to a whole playoff but series. If you write something like "I missed this call, this happened," like then it's fine because it's gonna happen. You're a human. Yes. You're a ref. It's one of the hardest, like hardest jobs you can do. You just need a of record, course. Yeah. Honestly, you just need accountability. Because it's not, like, I get it. It's not fair to have them stand in front of the media. Like, Toronto's mm-hmm. insane. Montreal's no, insane. you like, can't have that. Because then you make spectacles and stars out of your rest. Yeah, and then you get different officiating in yes. 1A markets versus 1B markets. So it, it, they just need to follow what the NBA does. Which is insane because this is where Gary Bettman came from. Yeah. This is what blows my mind. Is the NBA does do so right. many things better than the NHL. Yeah. And this is where Bettman came from it. I don't understand how Adam Silver is just this much better at running a professional sports league than Gary Bettman is. Maybe not go in front of the media, but release no. that report to back up their statements. Exactly. Because I don't think they should go in front of the media. No. And That's our point. The thing is, there's cameras, there's reviews, these things get called all the time. We have every angle possible. So why not take the extra time, which they do in general, and release a report? Yeah, for sure they should. Give, like, reason why they called this penalty why they did this and yeah. that's gonna help 
other like refs coming down the exactly. road too. Like it sets written precedent exactly, for something. It sets precedence. And it will avoid future brawls, which if nothing gets called, the brawls are gonna happen because everyone's pissed. Yeah. So if no if the refs aren't gonna do their jobs, the players are gonna take it into their own hands and just beat the shit out of each other, unfortunately. Because they think they can get away with it. Yeah, yeah. It gives but, you a written record to assess referees. As well. And if you, so if you see mistake, something, it, like it gives you a chance to say, "I missed this call." Exactly. And if like, you see that multiple times from the same referee's record, then you can adjust accordingly. Like, okay, yeah. maybe we should pull yeah. this person out and retrain it, them or have a conversation. It's a about, great like, point. Like it lets you know how to evaluate your refs, how to train them properly. Like, yeah, consistent so, calls yes. across the board, so there's no this fan idea of. Oh, they hate the Leafs. They love this team. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. They want to erase that narrative to begin with. Because but they do nothing to do it. Exactly. The <laughs> NHL is obviously going to say, no, of course like, we don't hate the Leafs. But you're giving us every opportunity to back up that statement because you're doing nothing to yeah. support the the opposite, you yeah. know? And, so, like, the idea that refs are going to be 100% accurate all the time is it's not realistic, no. right? These guys are human. They're going to make mistakes, but let's make them accountable and make them learn from their mistakes. Exactly. We can get a uniform system and move forward. Yeah. One thing, though, I think we have to do before we end this. I don't know when that's not going to be anytime soon, but we have to release a new code word for yes. our new. Yes. Next. And if you listen this long, God bless you. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Like to no end. We're an hour twelve minutes into this, so uh you waited around for a code word, you deserve it. You deserve it. Hundred percent. Who wants to come up with one? Okay, I got one. And just in the spirit of facing the Columbus Blue Jackets, I'm sorry we don't have a ding. That's usually the Oh, maybe Johnny does. I probably, I probably can't actually do that. No, it's doing the computer things that I don't really know how to do. I just know how to blab. Oh, Oh. ding, ding! Code word sound. The code word is cannonball. Oh yeah, they got a cannon for their logo. One more time. Cannonball. Code word cannonball. 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 Send us Cannonball on Twitter or Instagram, and you'll be entered to win in our next draw, which will be on Thursday after the Tampa Bay Lightning game. Which day is this? Thursday. No, the it's Tuesday. Day number of our... Oh, eight. Eight. Eight already. Already. Wow. We're on to eight on Thursday. Wow. This is nine. Giving away lots of stuff, guys, so jump on this. I mean, you could win a jersey. We have so much. We have hats. We have t-shirts. We have... Awesome stickers by Victoria at Optimus. Not to mention Prime. amazing cards you get with it. Oh, yeah. Steph made awesome cards that you guys are all going to get with your prizes. Yes. Um, yes. Just, Just a little token of love from us. It's supposed to be a surprise, but I'll give you a little sneak peek. But nice holiday card from at Leafs Nation or Leafs Late Night. So, hell yeah. You get to read it if you win. If you really want one, message me. I'll send you one. For sure. But Uh, uh, I got a shout out to uh, Justin Bean right now. Uh, He responded to... Nice, nice. People already sending us the Thank you, Sarah. We saw that message. (laughs) I love you guys. But uh, Justin Bean 
Uh, back to our Spezza talk, he said, yeah. given his lack of history, I imagine it would drop to four. That's what we yeah. mean. You both said yeah. that. Four games, right? Initially, yeah. I thought three to four, and six games seemed a little excessive. Like, he's never really done this type of thing before. Yes. The hit itself, like, there was a lot of moving parts, albeit Spezza was in the wrong. He should not have followed through. No, it's... So- Let's because we've we've spent a lot of time on Spetsa. Let's walk this back. So Spetsa was retaliating on a, a hit on Rasmus Sandin. Clearly, yeah. So Rasmus Sandin, who we have now found out is going to be out two to three weeks. Um, this is, I guess, good news because um, I mean the likes of Dangle and company were expecting um, at least end of the season or a couple months. So. Um, a couple weeks is pretty good. Two to three weeks till Rasmus Sandin is back, so we'll probably see great. some rotating Marley's defensemen come in, um, especially with Travis Dermott out. So do we think that it's going to be uh, Rubens sticking around, or do we call Viega up so that he can fill in back and forth? Like, what do we think is going to happen here on the defense? Because this is, with mm. with Sandin and Dermott out, we're looking, we're like Martin Marincin numbers right now. So who that hell comes up? That's exactly who I think about when you say Viega, Martin Marincin, because we talked about it earlier before the game tonight, actually, because obviously this is a new name and um, he's with the Marlies, don't get me wrong, but when I was looking up his stats, uh, this guy is 33, he got drafted in 2009, he's playing with the Marlies, I mean, his last NHL stint was with the Detroit Red Wings, where he played 13 games and had three assists, so... He's been in and out of the NHL, and I don't know about Biega, but Rubens, I yeah. liked what I saw tonight. Me too. I liked what I saw, so why not? Like, I you can't really give the guy one chance, especially against a team who will have a totally different identity than the Tampa Bay Lightning yeah. who's coming up, oh, right? Boy, yeah. So that will be a huge test too. But we know there's a history with the Leafs facing. I guess crappier teams and losing, but we got the win tonight. Let's get that They're idea out have of my to mind. Call one of those guys because, like, it's not the same as with the decor. Like they used to have Lily and Sandine. Like those are two guys you call up, right? Yeah. And you think about the decor coming up now, and yeah, this is fine. There's nobody, right? This is it. But Atlantic Division rivals, Tampa Bay Lightning. We need results out of that game, right? We yeah. want those points. Huge games. So. Do we think that they've called Viega up preemptively to play him for the Tampa game then because he didn't play tonight? Like, I think maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I think we'll see him play. He'll Thursday probably be over... rotated with Hall. Yeah, in my opinion. Hall looked all right tonight. Like he, he had a couple good okay sticks. Game. Like yeah, he had a good. A he couple got good beat sticks, a couple but... times. Like he's slow on the first step on skates, and he gets burnt like that. Too bad his partner yeah. um, just completely demolished Mitch Marner at practice, and Marner is out three to four weeks. Thank you, Jake Muzzin. Let's not you... talk about Jake Muzzin like that, all right? He's a <laughs> fucking great guy. We love him. How, deep. Uh, How dare you, actually? How okay. dare you talk about the Stanley Cup champion like yeah, that? Yeah, who took out Mitch he Marner didn't mean and to do it. shot a puck into the back of Matthew's leg and almost took him out, too. <laughs> All I'm saying is the guy's had an unlucky streak for a week. <laughs> he has. And he just it's needs been to, since like... the start. Like, he needs to do one of those, like, I'm just going to keep my hands to myself. He's got, like, a kind of, like, deer in headlights face. It's like, 
Shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what I, have I done now? Unfortunately, we we have no footage of what happened to Marner because it seems like the video was started after Marner got hit, and they're like, "Oh shit, something happened. Let's get the cameras rolling." Yeah. So no when we get Marner on the ice, bring that into our next point. What are we gonna do about Marner being out of the lineup? Simmons can't play the first line every night because this is an issue, right? You can't replace Marner on the first two lines. If one of your like bottom three lines are out, that's fine. You can replace them. Oh, what Kerfoot. the hell is this? Maybe Ker- what's the? Oh, I, I don't know, Luke. Man, I don't know what your emoji message is here. I'm sorry. I'm trying to decode <laughs> it, but I can't. Um, okay, I see the cannonball, but like we were talking the about, like Dominic. I don't get. Was it I knocks people it. down, like. Does Kerfoot come up to the first line, maybe, to yeah. replace Simmons? If Kasha is out, it's fine. You replace him. You break Clifford, and it's not a big deal. Kasha. No one has to rotate. <laughs> Kasha. No. Um, what's his name? Kemp? Is he right? Which one's right or left between Kemp and Kasha? Kemp is center. Is he? Oh my gosh, I'm the worst. Yeah. So... Right, so Kampf could come up to the second and push Kerfoot up to the first. Simmons goes to the third. Kerfoot never played her first. Also, uh, but Justin... if you need a night off for Simmons, like I don't know what else they do. Like, does Hosang come up? This is the other discussion. Yes, I honestly thought, and I was talking to Stats Mundane earlier that maybe they'd give a chance to Steves on the first or second line. I know it's way too early, way too early. I know, but this guy has been hyped up since starting this year with the Marlies. Yes. He's a huge name that same with Josh Hosang. He's one of those top three guys and they want a speedy guy on the top two lines. He was extremely speedy. Like he was also tenacious, but I didn't really like notice a ton of skill from him. I know it was hard to tell, especially live like that. And like in one game, so yeah, he has to earn his way. I'm exactly, not saying yeah. don't give it to like don't give it to him right off the bat, but keep him on the fourth or third line and make like he can earn his way up there. But one more thing before I uh, end my thought there, Justin Bean. Thank you. Uh, the code word should have been broken cannon. I love it. I don't broken know why cannon. I didn't say oh, that. Nice. <laughs> also, Justin, thanks. A report on Sandine showed no structural damage, which is really best case. Probably severe bone bruise, likely some more scans after swelling starts dropping. Two or three weeks. poor guy. And Luke Man says his uh, emoji was supposed to be a cannon firing an eight ball. Sorry, the text (laughs) showed up so weird on my end. It just looked like a bunch of squiggles. And I don't know, maybe it's my phone's too old. Like I'm still rocking an iPhone 6S here. So I don't know. That's not the cannon. Yeah, like I have the message from him, like a cannon. Oh yeah, I see it. I'm blind. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. I'm sorry, but thank you for clarifying. It worked on your end. Yeah, it worked on your end with probably an awesome phone you have, but mine, I'm still like HTMLing it on here. So everybody, you've got your code word. You've got uh, your winner from our last episode. You know when we're going to be back. Do we have anything else before we sign off here tonight? On our first live podcast ever. Just a huge thanks to Mission 22. Huge thanks. I mean, thank you so much. This wouldn't be possible without you. I mean, it's been nothing but 
just joy every day connecting with everyone on Twitter yeah. and finding the same type of people that you, I don't know, associate with and have these thoughts. Like, I mean, unless you know Leafs, fan in, Leafs fans in your inner circle, you can't really just blab out these random facts like I like to do yeah. or like, oh, guess what? This person's on <laughs> IR or this person's on this, blah, 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 blah. So it's so nice to be able to connect with people with the same interests, especially during a pandemic. And oh, it's yeah. such like a positive, like inviting community. Too, yes. Like, oh. And awesome seats. Oh, my God. And thanks <laughs> for the hint <laughs> the because seats. our friend uh, Southy here bought a ticket for two uh uh, sections over and he gave us an inside tip that the ones right beside us was available so how dare awesome. you <laughs> hey, come after hey, me now. that was awesome thank you so much that was good but we didn't was... say we didn't say shit we didn't say we didn't write you out i'm worry. blabbing sorry guys um so again thank you so much everybody this has been our our first live one um we'll, not our last live one. not our last no, live this one. is definitely gonna happen again Yes. Whether it's here again in Toronto or Ottawa or wherever we can do it. I don't know how this is going to come through. It's playing. We're not doing it for Montreal, that's for sure, bud. Montreal. <laughs> so many disasters going on with the teams. <laughs> Good time to be a Leaf fan. Please win. Oh, yeah. That was by far 